Hello, grace and peace, everybody. This is Pastor Blue. Welcome to our Thursday night uh, touching and greeting prayer. And uh, certainly we thank God for you, 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 and yes again, you. And every one of you who has called into the line, thank you for taking us the time that we can come together and give honor where honor is due unto the Lord as we seek for better ways of building our connection. So I'm going to be dealing with something very specific and strategic today, dealing with prayer and meditation. On last week, we, we, we dealt with a powerful teaching on prayer as we talk about a better way of praying. And we shared how there's power uh, in the ability to pray, how Jesus showed us the model and the method of prayer. And I'm going to highlight just some of those things before we go in deeper. And I'm going to take you through a meditation that I've been practicing inside of my life as it relates to prayer that has really allowed me to hear God more clearly. Uh, and again, I know it could do the same thing for you. So if you be so kind, you want to be able to have your pens and papers uh, all, all out, uh, as well as being a place that when we do pray together, we're going to pray, but we're going to do it from a place of meditation. And we're going to explain what, what all that means, because I promise you, when I really teach you about it, you are going to abandon the, the misnomers, if you will, that has come when it comes to meditation your thoughts, your processes of, you know, what is it all about, or that's something else. Now, we're going to share with you uh, as it relates to the Word of God. So you don't want to miss it. Uh, it will be a powerful thing, and uh, we thank God for you, you, and you being with us. Again, uh, I believe our worship leader is on the line, if she's on the line. Uh, Erica, why? We're going to ask you to set the atmosphere, uh, and right after you, I will come back with getting started with today's empowerment and today's instruction. Erica, if you're on the line, just unmute your line. Okay, Sister Erica, can you hear us? You might have to unmute your line by pressing star six. All right, it may be a little technical difficulty with her coming through. All right, nonetheless, what we're going to do is, because I don't want to prolong the time, as we are uh, using this time very strategically, I want to, for us to get started, okay? All right, let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Every head is bowed, every eye is closed. As we're praying, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you this, this evening for giving us this moment to come with instructions and understanding that as we pray together, collectively. We will learn how to engage, how to touch heaven while engaging Holy Spirit that we can live our better life now. And God, we give you praise for the opportunity to do such. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, everybody, uh, as you have been following along with us, again, we are in a different place in our movement when it comes to ministry. A different place in our movement. Why? Because when it comes to ministry, we now are more focused on what is known as practical spirituality. All right? Practical spirituality, which means applying the principles to your life. You have often heard me say that uh, while uh, God created your life, it's up to you to create the level of your living. And I'm here to tell you that everything you're experiencing today, 
Everything you like, everything you don't like. Everything you want, everything you don't want. Everything you're experiencing today is a direct result of what you were and what you've done yesterday. What do I mean by that? I'm saying to you that it's your inner world that creates your outer world. And when I begin to understand it's my inner world that creates my outer world, I then begin to put a focus on my inner world, which means now what I'm doing is I'm learning how to yield to Holy Spirit. I'm learning how to connect with Holy Spirit, that everything Holy Spirit will have me to do, be, have, and become, I can create a new reality. Now, this is, this is not a time for people who are content where you are. If you're satisfied in your, in your sense of salvation and you're comfortable in your condition, then guess what? This right here will more so frustrate you because it's going to push you to change. Part of what we've been teaching as of late when it comes to life made better, is you have the authority to make your life better. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying here? You have that authority. And guess what? It's going to shock some of you. It's nobody else's fault where you are where you are. It's nobody else's fault why you are where you are. I'm going to say that one more time and write that down if you need to. It's nobody else's fault where you are where you are, and it's nobody else's fault why you are where you are. When we start taking responsibility, understanding that the authority that God has put upon us gives us that ability and that authority to choose a different reality, then you will stop being frustrated at what is, and you'll start setting the mold for what could be. Let me tell you what could be. It could be that you live life and life more abundantly. Is that not what the cause of Christ, his assignment was? It could be that by his stripes you are healed. Is that not what he, why he was stricken? It could be that above all things that he wished that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Is that not what the scriptures declare? So if that's the reality that God has promised, what is happening between what you're experiencing now and what the scriptures talks about or the possibilities of what's supposed to be. Think about that for a moment. And I believe, I just believe, one of the reasons why many of you may not see the results that the Scripture talks about is you don't know how to engage God. Prayer is about engaging God. I've been, listen, you know, you really want to know the secret to why I'm so patient? Because I've learned different principles of running to the Lord in prayer that the frustrations of my now doesn't mess up the, 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 the fruitfulness of my future. The frustrations of my now doesn't mess up the fruitfulness of my future. Yes, you could be going through a less than optimal situation. Yes, that's normal. That's absolutely normal. But I'm telling you this. Just because it's happening doesn't mean you have to choose for it to continue. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm helping you today. I want you to make a, as a matter of fact, make a declaration in the atmosphere. I choose for this not to continue. I choose for this not to continue. See, just because it's happening doesn't mean you have to choose for it to continue. You can choose for it not to continue. How so? Learning to engage God. And that's what prayer is all about. Why did Jesus spend so much time in between all the miracles and all the messages and all the, the many people he reached out to? When the disciples looked up, while they were still trying to figure stuff out, guess where he was at? I'm talking about Jesus now. He was in prayer, getting instructions on how to work it out. 
prayer is so powerful. Matter of fact, it is a known fact of what has been said from saints of old. No prayer, no power. Little prayer, little power. Much prayer. Who can complete that? Much power. That's right. You got it. Now, even though that's a very clever way of really sharing how we derive our authority, our insight, our ingenuity from God, here's the reality. If we don't adequately know how to engage God, then your prayers will be more of a chore. Then it will be a time of reflection, a time of peace, and a time of empowerment. What if I told you that your prayer, your prayer time could be a time of empowerment? What if I told you that you, know, you, could, have, you could have had one of the most egregious days, crazy, frustrating, aggravating, just totally absurd days, but then you could take just five minutes, engage heaven, touch heaven rather, engage Holy Spirit, and the joy that you are to receive and experience can be better than where you were. That is the powerful possibility of what can happen when you understand the power of prayer. So again, last week I opened up and I talked about how the pre-research uh, center, uh, who, who they do, uh, uh, you know, uh, different research uh, studies and so on and so forth, they researched and found that 55% of all the Americans that was researched say that they pray every day. However, they found out that the prayers may not be the kind of prayers that Jesus taught the disciples to pray. And, and what I mean by that is, again, remember, through the model of the message of through Jesus Christ's teachings, we see two things. We see, number one, a model. Number two, we see a message. The model, as, and this is just a recap from last week, the model was simply setting time to pray. I'm going to ask you this. How many of you, matter of fact, if you can, if you're speaking on your phone right now, put it on the speakerphone and look at it. How many of you can pull up on your schedule a set time you have set to pray? And I'm talking about beyond our Thursday night. Now, let's be honest. How many of you have Thursday night on your schedule? You know? Come on, how many of you have, have ever been like, oh, I forgot it's Thursday. Let me, let me run to prayer. No, no, no. See, Jesus set specific times to pray. And we often saw Jesus praying before the miracle or right after it. No matter what the miracle was, it was a prayer for insight or empowerment or it was a prayer of thanksgiving. But he understood uh, the model of praying, and that is to set a sign. Number two, pray with intention. So not only what we set a time, but you've got to be specific, intentional about what you're praying. You can't just say, oh, well, I'm supposed to pray, so here it goes. Oh, Lord, I don't know what to say, but whatever you're going to do, we want you to do, please, in Jesus' name, thank you. No, that's not intentional. What is going on in your life right now? Is it your marriage? Is it the situation of relationships that you're dealing in? What, what, what's going on now? Whatever it is, then you go before the Father and say, Lord, specifically I'm coming concerning this issue or this circumstance. And that right there is how you begin to pray with intention. And that is your intentional. Because one thing you must understand, when you're intentional, okay, you are praying or you're practicing watchfulness in prayer. And again, that's why Jesus told the disciples that the most challenging time of his experience on earth. Jesus told the disciples in the Garden of Gethsemane, y'all stay here, watch me pray. And then he left to go pray. 
came back, they was asleep. Why? They had no intentionality in their prayer. You want to know why your prayer life is so boring and difficult? And you know why some of you may not even pray? Because, number one, you may not believe it works. And, number two, you're not intentional. You're not intentional. Your prayers is more a whole bunch of begging God on what you want God to do instead of saying, Lord, I bring this issue to you with the intent that you're going to work it out. It's a different way of praying. And I'm going to show you this when we get into meditation. Because there's two aspects. You want to write this down right now. Write what I'm about to say down, okay? There is a way of praying for something, and there is a way of praying from something. And I'm going to explain to you, before I time this up, what that means. Praying for something or praying from something, and what is the most effective way. That's what we're going to examine, and that's what we're going to examine. Is that okay? All right? So, again, Jesus was very clear about what he expected uh, as it relates to prayer. He prayed, he expected us to watch and pray. The word watch means be intentional. It's not to pray and, you know, <laughs> I remember when I first got bitten by the bug of outreach because I, I really love seeing practical change in people's lives. That I believe that uh, uh, when we get ready to go out, uh, one of the first times I went out with a ministry, I was a young minister at the time, and as a young minister, uh, everybody got around in groups and they were told, okay, we're going to go out, but this is what I want you to do. I want you to go two by two. And we thought that was great because, you know, when the disciples went out two by two, spreading the word. And then uh, the leader said, well, you go out to pray. Okay, I want you to watch and pray. In that sense, while one person is praying, the other person is watching. Now, again, at face value, you would think that's what that means. But that's not what Jesus was talking about. Now, it's, it's wisdom that if you're going to pray on the streets inside of a, a very interesting environment, you want to be careful and watchful. But watch and pray does not apply to that scenario. When Jesus was saying watch and pray, he was necessarily saying pray with an intention. Pray with a focus. Pray with an understanding of the result that we're trying to achieve or we're seeking to achieve. Watch and pray. And, of course, he followed it up. And, again, for those of you who ever want to read it, that's Mark fourteen thirty-eight. He followed it up. Watch and pray uh, 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 that you fall not into in temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And that's just the reason why you've got to be intentional. See, your spirit is willing to please God, but your flesh, your flesh will be your destruction. What do I mean by that? Okay, let's be honest. Let's be honest for a moment, okay? Listen to me. Listen to me. As your spiritual father, spiritual leader, spiritual guide on this journey, how many of you have ever prayed, and in the midst of your prayer, your mind starts wondering on eight different things except the things that you're trying to pray? I was in a revival one time, and I want you to hear me clearly on this. And when I was in a revival one time, um, we were talking about the the mountains in Korea, and Seoul, Korea. And there's prayer mountains in Seoul, Korea, where people will go for eight hours, and they will pray for eight hours. Now, I did understand the totality of how they prayed. Now, these were Christians now. But they would go for eight hours. So me, who wanted to be very strong in God, I said, man, if they could do that in South Korea, man, you know, I, 
you know, of course, I was I was young then, of course. You know, I was uh, not even a, uh, an adult at the time. I lived in my mother's home, and so, therefore, I didn't have all the responsibilities. So I said, hey, I'm going to give it a full four hours of prayer. Four hours. And when I got ready to pray, listen to me. I got it, got ready. I got everything together. I got my Bible here. I got my notepad here for when God speaks to me. All right. I got, I got, I got my oil here. I got, you know, I got everything in place. And I went to go pray. All right. I got four hours. After four minutes, can you believe I ran out of things to say? <laughs> How many of you have ever been there too? With after four minutes, you forgot, man. What? My Lord, what? I done, I done ran out of what to say. And before that, and you know, then you know, you start thinking about this and thinking about that and all kinds of stuff. My point is this: here's what I didn't understand about those people who are praying for eight hours. That they wasn't just praying; they was in prayer and meditation, prayer and meditation, prayer and meditation. Because when you understand the power of meditation, meditation, and what it actually means, you can literally spend hours on end in meditation and leave out there. With your subconscious so empowered that you come out with the concept on what I ought to do for the plan for the next level of this business. Or what I ought to do to handle the situation that's going on with my children. Or what about my marriage? God showed me exactly what to do. I shared with you on last week when we were talking about prayer and how I ran into an issue with my vehicle. I mean, it's acting funny out of nowhere. And I'm like, yo, what is going on here? Hey, what's happening? And I went into meditation and prayer. And when I went to meditation, the Holy Spirit literally spoke to me about what to do, what to do. And I went and did it. And could you believe? Well, you should know it. It should be believable. If Holy Spirit is speaking to you what to do, how many people know that everything the Holy Spirit told me to do, from, from, from what to do with the car, what to put into the car, I mean specifically, and I'm not a mechanic. I know a lot about the Bible. I know a lot about different things. So if you put me in front of a car, add some of the men inside of this ministry, and I'm not ashamed to say it. I mean, you know, Alwyn is a brilliant car guy. He understands different components of elbow joints and kind of stuff with the car and whatever. And, I, you know, I bless God for him. Amen. Uh, uh, Brother Raphael, same thing. You know, he had his own shop and so on and so forth. I don't do cars. So for me to know specifically what to do can only be revealed to me because I spent time in prayer and meditation and from there, the insight, the understanding that I was able not only to go before the Lord asking Him, but to be before Him receiving from Him what He's saying. And that's what prayer and meditation is all about. And that's what I'm going to uh, take us to so you can understand what is this meditation component with prayer. And I want you to hear me very clearly, because meditation, although we tend to think that it's only strictly reserved for those who are monks or, or those who are super spiritual people, in fact, everyone today, there's many persons today, everyone can, if they knew how, can meditate. Even children can meditate. Even people can meditate. Why? Because meditation is very simple. Matter of fact, let's be honest, meditation allows us to tap into different states of consciousness from our conscious and our subconscious. Now, again, all that is uh, uh, physiology now. Your conscious and your subconscious for you to be able to, to get the insight 
and the understanding of what's necessary as it relates to your life and your condition. Meditation is one of the very best ways to reduce your stress and your anxiety. It can also be used to cope with, I think I really believe this because, you know, there's multiple testimonies for it, that meditation can be used to deal with mental conditions. Different things that you are going through physically in your body. You can go into meditation, and what if I told you that it is scientifically proven, and I've read it, I've read it, I've seen it, where your body has a component to heal itself. That before, and I'm talking about a long time ago, they thought that when certain things happened to your body, it was done. No, God created us with a regenerational process that your heart, your internal organs, your, 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 your system, you know, your respiratory system and your, 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 you know, the different systems of the body. I, I don't want to get into all that right here because I may miss one. And my point is this. You have the ability to even bring your condition in order simply by meditation. So write this down because I want to now teach you why is meditation, what is meditation rather, and why is it important? Why is meditation important? What is it and why is it important? Now, now listen to me. Write this down as a definition. Meditation is simply put, the art of silencing the mind. In simple terms, it is the art of silencing the mind. It encompasses a variety of practices that are somewhat different. But in essence, they all hold the basic principles of consideration and quiet thought to bring about a state of serenity and clarity. So when we get into meditation, not only is it supposed to bring us to serenity, that peace that the scripture talks about, that surpasses all understanding, but a place of clarity where you actually begin to understand how to handle what you're facing. And you ready for it? Like I said, anybody can do this. My son, uh, my youngest son is uh, 11, right? How old is Alex? Nine, I'm sorry. Okay, I got my son, Nicholas, uh, with me here as we uh, are in prayer and the rest of them are uh, with Pastor Phil uh, as we're, everybody's listening in. But uh, my youngest son, Alexander, is nine. Alexander can learn how to meditate that instead of being all over the place, he can bring himself into a place of serenity and clarity. Because what is meditation? Write it down again. It is the silencing of the mind. And can I tell you something here? It is hard sometimes when you're going to pray before the Lord and you've got so much stuff on your mind that you can't even keep focused. Now, come on. Let's be honest. If you're not serious about what you're praying for, why should God be serious about it? And I'm going to tell you this. Unless you're taught how to meditate, it does not come automatically because you'll be just like I used to be. Whenever I was thinking of that, you know, those people in Seoul, Korea, in the prayer mountain who would pray for eight hours a day, and I thought in all these eight hours, all we're doing is we're, we're speaking to God. Eight hours, eight hours of speaking to God. Oh, God, this. Oh, God, that. No, that's not what it is because prayer can incorporate worship. It can incorporate meditation. Silence into the mind, that means when you're hearing back from the Lord, it can incorporate speaking. And watch this here. And I've been talking about this. Prayer is not about quantity. That means a lot of times 
It's about quality. That the time in which you give the praise is time that is powerfully uh, uh, engaging God. Now, I want you to hear me. When it comes to meditation, our mind in its normal state is subjected to constant chatter and clatter. What do I mean? You know, you're like thinking of something. Have you ever got ready to go to bed and you couldn't go to sleep and you're thinking about this or that? Or if you had a, a real major concern or maybe you're under pressure because things are not going your way, you couldn't go to sleep. I mean, absolutely couldn't go to sleep. You know what I found out? Meditation even helps put me to sleep. I'm able to quiet my mind by often quieting my breathing and then put my focus on the things of God. And, and based upon that, and sometimes, I'm going to be honest, sometimes it gets so good, God is talking so much that, that I don't want him to stop. So I keep on listening. And instead of going to sleep, I stay up. But I stay up being fully empowered and understanding that the next day I'm able to implement the very things that God has said. When you understand the power of meditation, I promise you, you're going to be able to touch heaven and engage Holy Spirit like never before. Because I want you to understand, like I said, the normal state of our mind is subjugated to so many thoughts. And, and little matter of fact, the numbers is about tens of thousands of thoughts daily that run through our mind. And many of which, many that we are not even fully aware of. There's things you are thinking that is working against you. We've been talking about manifesting, you know, your manifestation five list. And some of you don't even know because you really don't believe you can. Subconsciously, your subconscious has embraced the fact that you can't. Even though your mouth or your lips could be saying, yes, I can, yes, I can. Inside, you say, no, I can't. And that begins to be an issue. But when you get into meditation, you quiet the mind. You bring yourself into a serenity and a clarity whereby now when you meditate, Holy Spirit can speak clearly. And there's no misunderstanding what he's saying. But we got to get to that place whereby we can. Because, again, let's go back to the natural state of being that we're always in. Now, we all can agree that our mind is always busy, bouncing from one thought to another, following them with emotional and physical responses. And, you know, for instance, when we start crying, you know, in the midst of what's going on in your situation, you know, then you, you the pity party comes upon you. Woe is me. Don't nobody care. I don't, you know, God, you don't even care. And this and that. Then it comes to the other aspect of emotion where you blame everybody. That I'd be in a better situation if I had a better uh, 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 father or mother or if I had a better husband or wife or if I was a, a part of a better spiritual community. Or if I see all these things go right through our minds. And mostly, unconsciously, they go. And they ultimately bring about a painful memory that elicits a, a, a even more painful response. So you're negative because all you're thinking is negative. When somebody come near you or come to you, they ask you for something, in the back of your mind, you what you want. Why are you being so nice? Nobody's nice to me. Why are you doing this? Come on, I know I'm talking right to somebody. I'm trying to free you up. Because if we're going to manifest the better life, everything on your manifestation five list, you've got to understand it's much more than you just hoping for it or speaking for it. You've got to begin to engage the insight that's going to bring you to that place of actuality as it relates to uh, the things you're believing for.
How you following me? So I want you to understand that that by meditating, like this now, you can write this down. We gain control over our thoughts. We learn to become aware of them, to slow them down and to let them pass without getting attached to them. And eventually, learning to stop our thoughts altogether. See, meditation, uh, uh, or being in a meditative state, I should say, is a state of unbroken attention. And it's directed at anything of your choice. Unbroken attention. Now, I, I just got finished, and I'm getting ready to do an online power teaching, which will be on our Instagram and will be on our YouTube, on the power of attention. God has given me some insights. Holy Spirit is talking to me about attention, that what you give your attention to, you give your life to. And he's been talking to me about attention, attention, you know, attention. And attention is so powerful because what attention does, it, is, it enables you to be able to understand uh, uh, what's going on and what's happening and what would you like to have. Attention is a very powerful thing. So being in a meditative state, it, it gives us that unbroken attention that's directed to, to, to the end result that we want to see. What is the end result? I tell you what the end result should be. What's on your manifestation five list? What's on your manifestation five list? That should be your end result. My end result is I want to produce these things in my life. And you know why you can? Because Jesus said it. Ready? Mark 9.23. Mark 9.23. Write it down, and I'm going to quote it, but you can turn later. Mark 9.23. Jesus said, all things are possible to them that believe. If everything that is possible to them that believe, how many of you have tried to just believe something and you didn't see the result? No, it wasn't that it didn't work. It was that you wasn't, you wasn't really believing from your heart. Because it's the believing heart that makes the difference. But here's the thing. How do I get to that place where I'm truly requesting from my heart, where I'm truly engaging God from my heart? Because some of you are in the mind realm, and you think that, oh, man, I, you know, who, you know, you get all emotional and driven. I was, <laughs> I used to think, and again, thank the Lord for maturity. Praise God. I used to think that it wasn't a good prayer unless I was running, jumping, shouting, and shouting, and sitting, and decreating, declaring, and, and guess what? You still can do that. But you can do that inside of a way that is coming from your heart that has greater significance than you going through the emotional exercise of all those things. And listen to me. Listen to me. If that's what it takes for you, I understand for this moment, but I am saying to you, things can get better. Meditation is so important. So I'm going to teach you tonight how to do a meditation. I'm going to teach you one of the meditations that I've come to learn. And this right here has really allowed me to connect with heaven, to hear from God. All the wonderful things you see that we're doing inside of the ministry right now, all the insight that's coming and all the things that we're really now taking to the next level, trust me, the only reason why those things are coming is not because I'm so, I'm so wonderful. No, 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 I'm not. No, you know, praise God, you understand what I mean. Not because I'm so awesome. Not because I got it all together. No, but I've learned how to hear clearly. And meditation brings me to a place where I'm able to have serenity and clarity by quieting my mind and speaking to God. Can I show you how to do that today? Can I show you how to do that today? Because I want you to hear me. I want you to understand this. Every meditation is not the same. It's a different experience for different people. 
However, every med- meditation brings you to uh, that place of quieting your mind, which means that some people meditate differently. Now, you heard different meditations like uh, Zen meditation or guided meditation or transcendental meditation. Now, those are meditations for different people in different ways. I'm talking today, what we do as believers, prayer and meditation. Because I'm of the firm persuasion that praying is when we talk to him and meditating is when he talks back to us. Praying is when we talk to him and meditating is when he talks back to us. It's what he puts in our spirit about what we ought to be doing next. See, through meditation, you will learn to practice and focus your attention. You'll learn to practice focusing your attention through meditation. And watch this here. When you can put your attention on something and believe that with everything inside of you, you cannot help but bring it into your current reality because it's how we've been created. Now, listen, I don't have time to give you a crash course in quantum physics, but if you study quantum physics, you understand how powerful the human man is. When I say the human man, uh, based upon what they think, but we know we are spiritual man having a human experience, but when you understand how powerfully made in the image of God we really are, how thinking and declaring and decreeing can be your manifesting, then everything I'm talking about right now, you will want to learn more and more and more. So now your time with the Father is not something quick, because this is what i got to do. I'm going to bed. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. No, 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 listen, listen. Now, that's okay when you're teaching a little child in the very beginning, and I wouldn't even recommend that today. But I'm talking about going before the Father, putting your attention on the very thing that you're looking for, the very thing that you want, the very thing that you're believing for, and allowing that to be the result that happens in your life. So I want you to understand that even when you learn how to truly meditate, and this is going to be something that I'm leading all of us on this spiritual journey on, it's going to take time, but with time, the results of meditation will become ultimately permanent in your being. That's right. You're going to become more productive, especially in your creative being, you know, the things you want to create. You'll be, you'll, your mind will, will learn to focus on a thing in front of you and nothing else. You'll be more calm. How many of you want to be more calm? See, meditation will also help you to detach from the little things that bother you. See, our mind tends to ultimately magnify small things into serious problems. We call that turn making a molehill into a mountain. You know, a molehill is a small little itty-bitty thing. A mountain is self-explanatory. It's a mountain. Sometimes you major in the minors by making molehills into mountains. I'll try to say that three times. Major in the minors by making molehills into mountains. <laughs> but that's the reality. Oftentimes, that's what many people do. They do that. They magnify the small things into serious problems. But through meditation, we are going to learn how to become an observer of the small, simple things and thoughts. And we're going to choose which ones that will serve us and which ones that will not. And those that will not serve us, we're going to dismiss them. Come on, when the enemy starts putting stuff in, because I say it all the time, the enemy cannot read your mind, but he can plant thoughts inside of it. I'll say it again. The enemy cannot read your mind, but he can place thoughts inside of it. You ain't going to make it. Oh, you're going to lose it. Oh, they're going to come and get it. Oh, they're going to shut it down. Oh, they don't care about you. 
that once you're praying and meditating on these specific things, guess what's going to happen? You're going to find yourself concentrating on the very things you're believing for, and then the ways are going to be made, the doors are going to be open, and before you know it, guess what's going to happen? You are going to be praying from a place instead of praying for a thing. What do I mean by that? I told you I'll break it down for you. Let me break it down for you. When you're praying from for something, you're asking. Here's the challenge with that. It's okay to ask once. I, and I've taught you this. Uh, those of you who are mature and really following along with your man of God, you know I've taught you this, that whenever you're praying for something, you're asking the Lord, but you ought not keep praying for that thing. Because praying for it is making your initial request. Then you ought to thank God for it. In essence, you ought to feel as if it's already done. So if I'm going to feel as if something's already done, I'm literally meditating and praying from a place. I'm praying from my place of being healed. I'm praying from my place of being wealthy. I'm praying, and the gratitude that I release is the thankfulness. I'm, I'm, I'm invoking the emotion of me already being there. The family's already blessed. My children are already God-fearing and loving God, and we're just serving the Lord together. My marriage is already where it should be. See, that's praying from a place. Listen to me. Don't, all, don't pray for it on a continual basis. Pray from it. Be so emotionally driven. Use your imagination. Get so excited. I'm telling you, this will help you. And when you pray from that place, you will then begin to manifest that which is in your life. And guess what? This is all scriptural. Mark eleven twenty four. Scripture says, Whatsoever you desire when you pray, believe. You receive it, and you shall have it. Now stop here. Not believe you're going to receive it. Believe you receive it. That means I believe right now. It's here now. So therefore, I can get excited because I believe it's here now, and it manifests now in my life. Hallelujah. How many of you ready to be different? How many of you ready to be better than you used to be? I always said it. The next level of your life is going to require a better version of you. And if you're trying to live the next level as the same what you used to be, you're going to miss out on what you could be. That next level requires a better us. Are you ready? All right. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to cut off everything. If you know, if you got any noise around you, shut it all off. For a moment here, I got my children right here with me. They're about to do the same thing with me as well. Okay. Now, what I want you to do now, again, again, everybody, people, some people meditate in different ways. I'm not telling you to cross your legs and put your arms out and and start saying, um, no, no. And I'm not knocking anybody who does that. Okay. I'm saying for us, for me in my house, we're gonna serve the Lord by praying this way. You understand? All right. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to get in a comfortable position, whatever that is. If you're sitting. Put you, you know, sit down, you know, kind of put your hands on your lap. If you're holding up the phone, then put one hand on the lap, whatever the case may be. Just kind of relax yourself, okay? okay relax yourself. Get, you know, get loose. Get loose. Get loose. Up in here, up in here. That's what my grandfather would say. Get loose up in here, up in here. <laughs> All right? Once you get loose, this is what I want you to do, okay? I want you to take your right hand or your left hand. doesn't matter. And I want you to touch your heart. Touch your heart. Why are you touching your heart? The reason why we tell people not to cross their legs is because when you cross your legs, wherever there's pressure in your body, attention goes, awareness rather, goes to that area. When you touch your heart, 
What you're simply doing is you're putting the awareness to the area of your heart. But that's what we need to speak from. That's, again, why the scripture says, guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the dealings of life, or the issues, which means the dealings of life. Your heart is so, empower, so important, because whenever you're praying and you're decreeing and you're declaring, from a believing heart, God has to do it. Well, Pastor, what about my mind? I thought it was, if I think it, it no, wait a minute, it's, it's what it's called, heart-brain harmony. Okay? When your brain is in alignment with what you're speaking from your heart, you are in a place which is called heart-brain harmony, right, or coherence. But we like to say harmony, if you can understand it better, okay? Heart-brain harmony. All right, touch your heart. Okay, you're touching your heart? All right, let's close your eyes. Now what I want you to do, I want you to take a deep breath. That's right, exhale deeply. Hold it for five seconds. Then let it out. Exhale. Take a deep breath. Inhale. Five seconds. One, two, three, four, five. Hold it. Let it out. Now, why are you doing that? Listen, I'm going to tell you why you're doing that. Because when you take a deep breath and you're slowing yourself down, you bring yourself, when you do things of that capacity, you allow yourself to feel safe. See, we have inside of us a fight or flight mode that we're always at attention if something happens, we're ready to run or we're ready to fight back. Or if somebody scares you, you're ready to swing off on them. See, you're always ready. But when you calm yourself, you bring yourself to that place of comfortability. I'm, I'm comforting myself. I'm, a, I'm in a safe place. I'm good. I'm about to talk to the Father in heaven. And Holy Spirit is about to talk back to me. So keep your, heart, keep your, keep your hand on your heart or whatever you got to do. You've got to put it uh, inside of the middle of your chest, uh, you know, or on your heart. Either way, it's fine. So that's where your awareness is coming from. And as you're slowing down your breathing, the third thing you want to do is you're going to start having the feeling of gratitude that what you're about to decree unto the Lord in the atmosphere, it's already done. Stop feeling happy. Come on, gratitude. Come on, get, 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 get joy right now. Invoke the spirit of joy. Pastor, what's all this invoking? It's the invocation. That's what prayer is called. It's where we invoke the spirit. We invoke the spirit of something. So we want you to get, get, get just get happy. What do you believe in God for? Is it the house? Is it the car? Is it, is, is it, is it financial increase? Are your bills paid and you're not having to be under the financial stress? Just get happy like it's already done right now. Come on. Now, what are you doing? If you're going to be in this place, and we're about to talk to the Father. Again, develop the, added the mindset of feeling as if your prayers are already answered. They're not being answered. They are answered. Your body is already healed. The relationship is restored to perfection right now, to where it should be. Your abundance is here. It's present right now. Come on, invoke all your senses. Keep that emotion high. And as you begin to keep that emotion high, this is what we're about to do. We're about to talk to the Father. And when you pray, listen to me, when you begin to pray, this is what I want you to understand. Your praying is simply an introduction, a body, and a conclusion. So as we give it to the prayer, we got the feelings of gratitude right now. Come on. And again, if this is your first time for doing it, you know, you, you might feel, you know, a little different about it. But listen, it's okay. 
Because the more you do this, the more, again, you're calming yourself. You're bringing yourself into a greater awareness and a, and a reliance upon God. All right? So with your, with, your, with your eyes closed and your breathing slowed and the gratitude, the feelings of gratitude, then what you're going to do is you're going to state the nature of your prayer. Why are you praying? What are you focusing on? I'm praying at this moment for every person manifestation five list to be completed and manifested. So you, as you begin to decree that, now your prayer may be, Lord, I'm praying for insight on what to do with this problem, what to do with the situation. Just announce that before the Lord. And it's okay to it's Father God and I teach our children, don't say God. No, call him Abba Father. He's your father. He's your heavenly father. Recognize him as such. We're about to talk to him. Father God, I'm praying now for abundance upon every person under the sound of my voice. See, right now what you're doing is you're, you're speaking to the Father concerning that abundance or whatever it is you're asking for. As you begin to make, you know, that will be equivalent of your introduction. Now we get into the body of the matter, the body of your prayer. Start thanking you already for it. Come on, whatever you're asking God for right now, I know all lines are muted and I can't hear you. If you're listening to a recording of this on podcast, I can't hear you. But whatever you're asking the Lord for right now, just start thanking him for it. Oh, I thank you that you've met every one of my needs. Oh, I thank you that I have all, everything I need to succeed. Oh, I think, come on, this is the body of your prayer. Come on. In the introduction, you may have made your request, but in the body, it ought to be the gratitude of God answering the prayer. For he says, ask, and it shall be given. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door shall be open unto you. So as you begin to do that right now, whatever it is, maybe you're facing something right now that you need to answer within the next 24 hours. Start thanking God for the insight to it. Thanking God for Holy Spirit speaking to you, giving you the POA, the plan of action on how to carry it out. Go ahead right now. Start thinking it for it. Start thinking it for it. Start thinking it for it. Hallelujah. God, we thank you that every manifestation on their manifestation five list is manifested now. Oh, God, we give you glory for all the testimonies that's rolling in. Oh, look what the Lord has done. All the people who is at the brink of destruction now walking in the, the affluence of abundance. Oh, God, thank you. Oh, God, thank you for people who are more committed and committed to you than they are of their condition. Oh, God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then the conclusion of the prayer. The conclusion of the prayer is simply your decree. Again, speaking as if it's already done. I am blessed. I am free. My body's well. With that feeling and that conclusion. Now, if you can spend time, and many of you may want to do that in your meditation time, go into worship. What are you, why are you worshiping now? Because God has heard everything I've said, and I'm just worshiping him for being the healer that he is, the provider that brings my provision, the way maker 
that opens up the doors and, and moves the walls and breaks down the, the barriers. That's the same, the keeper, even when I don't want to keep myself. That's all you're doing. That's like in the concluding part, you're just literally decreeing that that which you ask for, you're now walking in. I'm walking in it now. And the moment you finish, the moment you die, you then bring yourself back to a place of awareness. And guess what? You get up or you go forth as if what you asked for, he has done. This is what Jesus taught when he came to prayer. This is what he taught when he came to meditation. And when you take the time to bring yourself to that place of meditation, you're going to experience the calmness. You're going to bring yourself into serenity and clarity. Say that, serenity and clarity. That's peace and understanding. That's why the scripture says, and we'll close out with this, in Philippians 4 and 6, uh, where it says, and the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Why is the heart and the mind there? It's a heart-mind harmony that we've been speaking of. This was the teachings of Christ when he taught us how to manifest. That's why he said all things, uh, uh, what, you know, uh, all things are possible to them that believe. See, what you've done is I've taught you today in this meditation a way to bring yourself into full alignment with that what you want. And guess what? Now what you think about you begin to bring about. Why? Because I'm in alignment. It's able to be attracted to me. It's time for us to manifest. But if we're going to manifest, we've got to understand the spiritual principle that he's given us. Amen? All right. I want to do this before we close out tonight, and our time is drawing near. I want to open the floor for any questions or any comments. Any questions or any comments about tonight's um, teaching on prayer and meditation and also the practice of it? Because some of you, this is your first time of doing it. I promise you, the more you do it, and guess what? I'll keep walking, working with you and walking you along with it. But the more you do it, the more you're going to find yourself literally on two things, engaging God. I'm sorry, touching heaven, you know, dealing with God, where God dwells and engaging Holy Spirit, your parakletos, in the Greek, the one who helps, the one who walks beside. Holy Spirit going to give you insight, wisdom that comes from no man but of God. It's just that simple. All right, let's open the floor. Any questions or any comments, press star six, unmute your line. If you got any questions about what I taught, or if you just honestly say, well, Pastor, I hear you, but, you know, I'm not really there yet. It's okay to say that. It's okay to say that. And I'm going to challenge you that I'm going to tr- I want you to try it this way in comparison to trying it your way. And then she will give you the greater results. Because let's be honest. If just praying and going through over and over again, you, your, your thoughts wouldn't wander in prayer. You wouldn't be bouncing from one thing to another. You wouldn't be f- frustrated or aggravated. 
And you certainly won't fall asleep during the time unless you use the meditation to put you to sleep. Because guess what I taught you? If you do that before you go to bed, I mean, lay in the bed. And, and again, I, I do that. Lay in the bed, just put the hand on your heart. And just start filling the feelings of that which you believe in for. You are literally creating your reality. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. What is that? Heart, brain, harmony. I'm going to have to teach on that one day. Uh, one day soon as the Lord believes me to do so. But right now I'm showing you that this meditation and prayer is going to bring you to a place of touching heaven and engaging Holy Spirit for your victory. Any questions? Come on. Star, five, star six, unmute your mind. If you got any questions or you have any comments or anything you want more clarity of, this is the time to ask. And there's no wrong way. Don't you feel bad about asking. We're learning. This is what this is all about. We're learning because I want you to walk in your victory. I want you to walk in your in your joy. Any questions? All right. If there's no questions, I want one or two persons to tell me, WDYL, what did you learn? I'll wait for a moment. What did you learn? Come on. Hello. Uh, okay, hold on. Alex Zander has a question. Oh, you're going to tell me what you learned. Okay, you're going to tell me what you learned. Go ahead, tell me what you learned, son. So everybody can hear it. I learned that people can take the smallest things and make it to a big deal, like the tiniest, slight thing, and make it to a giant deal. And so meditation stops that, right? Yeah. Hmm. It allows you to focus on what's, what's, what's important, not what's not. Because some of the stuff we're tripping over there don't make no never mind. It really has no reason for being. Talk back to me. Are you still here? I know the Holy Ghost with me. Are you still here? All right. Do I have anybody else? Thank you, Alexander. My young son who's here begins to share with me what he learned. Anybody else? W-D-Y-L. What did you learn tonight? The teacher have not taught unless the student has first learned. What have you learned? Okay, there we go. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. I... I, I Okay, there we go. I'm sorry, we had we had the wrong function happening. Okay, now you can press star six. Some of you are trying to get in. My apologies. Go ahead. You can press star six. Unmute your line. You can come right in. Good evening, Pastor. Oh, go ahead. 
Hi, Pat. This is Pat from New Hampshire. Hello, Pat. Okay, talk to us. Hey, I was saying that um, I like this new um, method, but um, is there anything that you have, like, written down that we could follow until we kind of, like, get more into the hang of it where we can kind of do it, like, automatically? Absolutely we do. We actually have a prayer and meditation guide that we're going to make okay. available to those who, uh, who are blessed to the ministry. Yes, indeed, we'll have that sent right out to you, uh, but um, we do have that available. Very good. Okay. Thank you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Good evening, men of God. I thank God for what he had you to share tonight, and I did follow along as well, and I I have a testimony from from a previous experience. So that's okay, what I was, I was, yeah, but so much was happening, I didn't get a chance to share that with you because that was part of what was inst- very instrumental, utilizing that to bring the situation, the condition that I was dealing with for those two weeks mm-hmm. in order. Because mm-hmm. I'm wow. like, and then I said, I can't, I said, well, I can't remember the words. I said, but you know what, you know what the words are. <laughs> I said, I can remember. I said that what he said, and that what we were saying. And I just kind of just went along. I remember in and out a few things, and I and I didn't have my paper with me. I was at work when it really I had a a real um, intense experience. And so I said, well, Lord, I don't have the words. I said, but I, you remember, and I remember the effect. So I thank God for. That and and I'm not I'm not gonna you know candy coat it. I do have to grow into it. I do mm-hmm. that because. But then again, I said, Lord, there's no difference. He said, meditate on those things that are lovely and pure and just. Meditate. That's what he said. That's, That's the, the word. <laughs> and so, and actually, when you were teaching tonight, that the that scripture came to me. So, yeah, Amen. Right. And you know, thank you, Sister Annette from. You're welcome. Uh, uh, we do appreciate that, and, and, and you have to. For those of you who don't know, uh, Sister Annette was in a condition that, at one time before, when it when it came upon her, she was rushed to the hospital. I had a previous conversation with her where I taught her on some of the principles of meditation, and just like what you heard her say tonight, uh, it should have been that she went to the hospital, but she didn't go. You know why? Because through meditation, she was able to bring it in order. Bring things in place. Everything I talk about, about the health conditions that happen when it comes to you meditating in prayer. And listen, this is all of God. I'm going to tell you why some of you, why it seems so foreign to you. Because you've never learned it. You've never taught, it's never been taught to you. But this is what Jesus did. It's what Jesus absolutely did. Why do you think he spent so much time in prayer? As if God incarnate, who is Christ, all right? The Son of God, as if he didn't know what to say, so he went to the Lord to get it. No, he went to meditate, to connect to the power of heaven, that when he goes out to, 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 to perform miracles or to move among the masses, they, their lives were impacted because he wasn't relying upon himself, but upon the power from God above working through him. And that's what you got to understand, who you are. You are a little God under the most high God. That means there's a power of God that works in you. That's why he made you in his image after his likeness. And you're right. Just what the scripture says. Meditate on these things. That's all we're doing. That's all we're doing. You're just learning a process that you haven't been taught, that you're now being taught. That is, it's always a little difficult. Anybody remember trying to ride a bike? 
It was weird riding the bike the first time. You mean I, I'm gonna balance myself on this, you know, this this metal structure and and move one leg, the other leg, and you know. But after you learn how to ride it, you did it a couple of times. Now you can jump on the bike and you know you can take your arms off, your feet off, and some of you can stand up on the bike. That's what I used to do. Stand up on the bike, you know. But it took me time to learn that. I'm saying to you all that what you're being taught right now is going to give you time. I mean, um, it's going to, uh, over time, become almost second nature, but it's going to increase the value of your relationship with God, keeping you less frustrated in this one, causing you to put the blame elsewhere, and now create the life and manifest the life that God has put on you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Sister Renette, for sharing. I do appreciate that. Uh-huh. All right, any other questions or any other comments? Any questions or comments? Come on. Pastor, can I say one more thing that was in my heart too? Yeah, because I know I, I was I'm, I'm I'm I was walking carefully with it at first too as well. But the thing is, I was I was meditating on some things. Is that the enemy got a hold of that first? Almost not first, but he got a hold of it and had the opportunity to twist it through these all these different religious. I mean, not religious kind of religions like you know the Buddhist. Well, I shouldn't call anything out, but like certain ones that they take it and they and they utilize it mm, in a twisted way. The enemy has a way of twisting. He takes things that were that are good and he tries to t- twist it. He gives it a twist because he's twisted. He's perverted. Right. And that's how he thinks. And so he took that which was supposed to be good because there was peace. Like I almost fell asleep tonight. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest with you. Going for the- I was like those because I had just gotten in. I, I, I was driving when the ministry started. I was still driving home from work, and I should have been home two hours before that. So I was oh like, God. oh, and then I caught myself. But I, it was, but he's taken it and twisted it and perverted by the things that we. I, I'll just attest to myself the things I've seen and all those happy yeah. Krishnas and all that other stuff like that and that chanting, and they twisted it. So when, and I'm just telling my experience. So I'm like, uh. But I started thinking about that thing. I said, they took it and perverted it. And by the time we saw it, by the time when we were exposed to it, it was a twisted, perverted thing. And so now you like, you can't cut. You, it takes a little while to get to that facade to see beyond that and see what the real depth of it is and what's, what's um, beneficial to us. As God there you go. Believers. And that's so, how you I know what? I, mm-hmm. that's, I, I, I'm done, sir. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I would disagree with you that you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, that's why even early on in the teaching, I begin to share with you all that there's many different ways that people med- uh, meditate. Mm-hmm. Our, our concept, or what we do, is prayer with meditation, which means we're not speaking to the environment or the universe. No, we're talking to God, okay? Right. We're, we're connecting with heaven, all right, engaging Holy Spirit to give us the insight. See, you're absolutely right. Because a lot of Eastern religions have taken meditation, have used it for their perspective, this was really meant for we, the people of God, to begin to engage that spiritual authority that we possess. But because it's not really taught, it's not taught, it's not taught in a major way, then again, you're left, or 
the average person's left, not just you in particular, the average person's left to just try and connect with God any way that they can, and, you know, like any way you bless me, I'll be satisfied. No, there is a rhyme and a reason to everything the Lord has done. And when we learn His process, we can then, we can then manifest the results of our life. And I believe meditation is so, so, so important. That even, and that's why I have my children, and I've taught them. Trust me, when I tell you this here, not only have I taught them church before sharing a lot of this with you guys, but I've had them also understand the, the, the speaking as if it's already done. Keeping your mind on that. It, and I gave this illustration on last week how my daughter manifested her iPhone. You know, she wanted the iPhone and this and that, so and so forth. And I tell all my children, whatever you believe in God for, you get a seed. You get ready to sow that seed, and then you believe God for it because that seed connects you to the very thing you're looking for. It's just a spiritual principle. Whether you like it or not, it is what it is. But my daughter was beginning to do that, and she's not affected her iPhone. So now when she starts talking about the exciting features of the newest one, I said, well, you know the process. You go ahead and do the process. You, you do what you got to do. Get your seed together. Sow that seed, and then you go ahead and you start manifesting your reality. Ladies and gentlemen, sons and daughters, every one of you, hear me. You are more powerful than you think. You're more powerful than they told you. And when you learn how to tap into that power, your life becomes more successful and victorious than you being a victim, hoping that one day in some situation it's going to turn around for you. No, now, this is the acceptable year of the Lord. Now is the time, and that's why we're teaching what we're teaching. So, again, thank you, Annette, for your transparency, because you're absolutely right. I'd be the first one to tell you, if you'd have told me uh, three <laughs> years ago that I'll be, you know, learning meditation and then teaching it, I would have said, oh, what? What is that? But it's all in the Word of God. It's what Jesus has have done. It's, it's what Paul talks about, thinking on these things. Whatsoever that love be pure, whatsoever is just, whatsoever is from above, that's all we're doing. And it's right in line with the word of God because now we can expect to believe, to see the very thing we truly believe. And how do we believe it? From the heart. The heart, brain, harmony. That's when we bring our heart and our brain into harmonization, harmony together. And now what we're believing for, what we're decreeing, what we're speaking in the atmosphere, it's now manifesting in our reality. And you know what? Some of you may not understand how it works, but let's be honest. You don't understand how electricity works, but you still turn on the light. You don't say, oh, I can't turn on that light because I don't know how that thing works right now. I can't touch that light. I'm going to sit here in darkness. I ain't going to turn nothing on because I don't know how electricity works. No, we don't understand fully how it works, but we do know. When we hit that switch, light is going to manifest. It's going to be there. And that's all I'm saying. We may not all understand it. Paul said we, we, know, we know in part. That means that some things we'll know as we go along. Are you following what I'm saying here? Yeah. All right. Great job. Hallelujah. I feel good in my spirit. Nothing <laughs> my grandfather would say. I do. I feel good. Why? Because I believe that we are about to start seeing manifestation and testimonies like never before. Oh, my. Oh, my. That's why you want people. Listen, don't keep it to yourself. Go tell somebody about connecting with better life. 
That's right. Connecting with a church for those who have given up on church. But we're going to teach you how to engage heaven. Or touch heaven. Engage Holy Spirit. So you can walk in your victory. All right. Is there any other questions before we close out? I know we're over time. Thank you so much for your patience, each and every one of you. But we want to make sure that we leave out tonight with addressing any cares or any concerns that we can walk in our victory. Hey, Pastor Blue, this is Jarrell um, Jacksonville. Jarrell Jacksonville, come on, talk to us. Um, I don't have a question. I just want to say I thank you. Um, I was a little late um, tonight, um, but I definitely made it right on time. Um, the, what you were talking about with um, meditation, I felt the same way. Um, I felt like the church made meditation something so negative. And I used to, anytime somebody used to tell me, oh, meditate, or mention meditation, I'd be like, oh, that's the devil, that's the devil, that's so, uh, that's uh, witchcraft, that's this, that's that. And it was like, I didn't realize that way before even joining the ministry, it was nights where I couldn't sleep or my mind would be wondering, and I would just say, I just stop, and I breathe, and I breathe, and I wait for my mind to clear. And I didn't realize what I really was doing was meditating all that time. And I didn't realize those things. And it's like, honestly, I didn't even realize until tonight. I was sitting here, and I'm just going to be honest, I was laying in the bed, and I had my hand on my heart. And I found myself getting into so much of a peace that I almost fell asleep. That's what it does. It calms you. Yeah. Yes, you're doing and exactly. I used to do that, and I used to tell my wife, okay, babe, like, whenever she's like, oh, I can't sleep, I'm like, okay, babe, do, have you did, did you do what I told you to do? And she's like, you know what, I didn't do it yet. And when she does do it, it's like she'll fall right asleep, and it's vice versa for me. And I never realized really what I was doing, so I thank you for basically putting, um, giving me uh, clarity of what really what I was doing. Basically, I was, I'm, all the time I've been meditating, and, yeah, now I can be able to go to a, a greater level because I see what type of place it puts me in. I see what type of peace it puts me in in my mind. So I I appreciate your obedience to God. Amen. Amen. And thank you, Jarrell, for your, for your comment, your testimony. Uh, again, for many of you, I'm telling you, this is a whole new season for your life. And uh, we're, we're, we're teaching this because God wanted taught. Because, again, if we're going to walk in our victory, the way we walk in our victory is by walking and living according to his principles. And that's just simply what it is. And, and, and as I share with all of you right here and right now, uh, uh, God's principles and his promises are yes and amen. That means when you, when you work them or do them, they work for you. Are you following what I'm saying here? They work for you. And so, praise God. And, and guess what? Join us again on next Thursday, next Thursday night. All right? We're going we're gonna to keep on going in this, in this, in this teaching and in this understanding uh, as, uh, as you walk in the victory that God has promised you. We're going to keep on moving inside of that way. All right? So, uh, again, and I'm going to show you according to the Word of God where this is found. Because one thing I can share with you, and I want you all to understand, we honor the Bible. We honor the Scriptures. We honor it. But when we look at even some of the ancient teachings of Jesus that did not make it in the Bible, because there are many that happened, many teachings of Christ that did not make it in the Scriptures, and uh, I'll be the first one to tell you that, 
But when we begin to look at the ancient teachings of Jesus Christ, this is what he taught. This is what he shared. This is why many people have not called the abundance because they fail to realize it's what they manifest. He's done his part. I come that you may have life and life more abundantly. When he said it is finished, it was finished. So if the Lord has done his part and you're not seeing the result, is it safe to say that maybe it's something you're not doing? And I believe that understanding this prayer and meditation and practicing this and manifesting your better life now is something that now you and I are able to do, giving us the better life experience that he's promised. And you ready? As the scripture says, don't take what is of God and lay a charge to the enemy or cause the enemy, you know, that becomes a, be a form of blasphemy. This is first from the Lord. Prayer and meditation is from God. Now, whoever takes, just like some people can take the scriptures and they can turn it and twist it and come up with another manual or another text or another, you know, uh, every religion has their main set of books or instructions. We know the scriptures that was uh, uh, given by Holy Spirit through man, okay, fallible man, that that is ours from, from the Lord for us. And it's those scriptures that no matter who twisted them or what they say about them, and no matter who takes or gives God different names or whatever it may be, you and I, we all understand that the plan of God for us is contained inside of his message and the movement of Christ for our lives. So I just encourage you, and again, stay on the journey with me. Stay on the journey with me, and as you begin to do so, we're going to experience God like we've never done before in a better way for a better experience for your life. And that's what it's all about. Amen? Amen. Well, thank you, guys. I thank each and every one of you for uh, tuning in and sharing your experiences. Please don't ever be shy with that. As the scripture says, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Want to make one quick announcement? Want to make one quick announcement? When you're able to do so, if you have not signed up for our uh, website, that means you're a member of the website, I want you to do so. Sign up for the website. Go right to BetterLifeSecret.com. All right? Right on the bottom, there's an area that says Ministry Member Login. Just fill out the information, log in. Why? That's going to give you access to a lot of the, the back page of our website that we're putting up in there, like information to, for the believers and to really help you in the growth and your experience of the better life. Everything we're teaching, we have prepared for you. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to get ready to close out today. I want to challenge every person who can uh, uh, to, to be a blessing unto the Lord through this ministry. Be a blessing unto the Lord through this ministry. We'd never like to close out without doing that. I'm going to ask you to give a grace offering today. Five is the number of grace. I'm going to ask every person who can to reach uh, and give a $50 fee tonight, a $50 fee tonight, all those who can. I want you to give that unto the Lord through this ministry. How can I do that, Pastor? If you're on Cash App, we got you covered. That's right. Go to our website, betterlifeteacher.com. Click on Donate Now. There's a Cash App button that you can go and give right there. If you're on PayPal, we got you covered. PayPal.me forward slash betterlifeology, O-L-O-G-Y. All right? Um, if you are um, giving smart giving, all right, it's on, it should be already on the uh, group name. Text any amount to the number, 407-456-7300. Either way. We want you to be able to be a blessing uh, today to this ministry, all because of what the Lord has done uh, 
to you. And every person who gives, we're going to make available uh, the prayer and meditation guide, the Better Life Prayer and Meditation uh, uh, Guide. It's a, a brief model to show you how to do exactly what we taught tonight. Okay? We're going to go ahead and uh, have that uh, be a blessing unto you, all because you support the ministry. And then we want to be a blessing back to you. All right, guys, listen, that's my time. I thank you so much for yours. I'm so glad that you were blessed tonight. And I pray that we continue to practice the power of manifest meditation for the manifestation of what we've been believing God for. Is that okay? All right. Okay, let's pray. Every head bow, every eye closed. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we give you the praise and we thank you. We thank you for the insight, understanding, and the empowerment of we, your people. Now, Father, cause your hand and your spirit to lead and guide us as we continue to bec- becoming better, that the next level of our lives that requires the better us will be the reality of, of what we do and in who we trust, and that's you. So have your way right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, Lord, we also thank you for every person who's giving today. Every person who's making a sacrifice and they're giving, they're, 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 they're planting a seed, believing you, whether it's a tithe or offering or, or a regular seed. I pray that you multiply that which you're giving, that, Father, we may see the blessing of the generous upon those who understand the spirit of generosity. Have your way right now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you today for all of our families from all over the nation who are tuning in. And we give you praise that we know and believe that, God, you are doing and up to something greater than we can imagine. Have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. All right, everybody, that's my time. Thank you so much for yours. Thank you for your feedback. God bless you all. And, again, as soon as we receive uh, confirmation from your giving tonight, we believe uh, those um, prayer meditation uh, instructions and guides that you can begin to uh, start applying to your life. It's going to bless you because it is the Word of God, and it is the power of God to bring change in our life. God bless you. Always remember, God created your life. But it's up to you to create the level of your living. So let's create something great. God bless you, everybody. And bless one another before you get off the line by unmuting your line and declaring it, it's, it's already done. That's what I want you to declare. It's already done. Love you. God bless you. Have a great day. God bless. God bless everyone. It's already done. It's already done. It's already done. It's Everyone have a blessed night. Good night. It's already done. You have been listening to Building the Better Life with Dr. Adrian L. Blue, produced by Adrian L. Blue Enterprises Incorporated. We trust that you've been blessed by the teachings of this ministry. Please let us know by sharing your thoughts with Dr. Blue at pastoralblue at gmail.com. For more information and to download today's broadcast, please visit www.betterlifeseeker.com. Just click the tab that says More, then Shop. Thank you for spending time with the ministry to discover cutting-edge strategies that will inspire you to go higher. 
If you'd like to give a donation to support the ministry, you can. Text the amount to 407-456-7300. That's 407-756-7300. Or go to www.betterlifeseeker.com and click the Donate Now tab. Every gift is a blessing for better. We bless you, we love you, and we'll see you again next time on Building the Better Life.